We'd like to thank the following Patreon donors. David W.F. Fat Bald Hobbit Connor Arnold Adam Bueller Rake Thomas Seymour Turner Christian Philip Schmidt Gregory Larson Werbel Tier, and Nick Morgan Thank you for helping us navigate the bureaucracy and thrilling coffee conversations of the technocracy. How do you not like Bustello? It is a fantastic coffee brand. Honestly, much better than this shit. Bustello doesn't even count as coffee, period, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, no, no, I'm not but having that. It's a fantastic bread. It wakes you up, and that's all you really need for coffee. You don't need, I mean, what do you drink? Don't. I, I drink a very specific blend of materials, nootropics, and natural uh, flavors. I'm already stopped listening, dude. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Fanable.com Actual Play Podcast. I am Dave, taking you back or for the first time <laughs> to the world of the technocratic union. Yes, I am joined here by Daniel and Jesus. This is a game that we've played a few times before, but alas, we played it on Twitch, on our Twitch channel, which is uh, Office Hours. You can find us on fanable.twitch. Wait, no. Twitch.com slash fanable. Yeah, 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 that, it's, mm -hmm. that's what I said, and I stand by it. So, uh, we are here to play the Technocratic Union, and our players are members of the technocracy in the world of darkness, and this game takes place after the reckoning of the world of darkness, where it turns out that Things did not go as poorly as all the other genres would have believed. In fact, the world was saved and darkness was cast out. The agents of chaos, the reality deviants, the vampires, the werewolves, all of them, changelings never existed, <laughs> have been scattered to the four winds. And now the technocracy finds themselves in a position of power as it should be yeah and they are happy to be enjoying the fruits of their labor or at the very least they are dealing with the thing that they wanted most but planned for the least which is success and victory so with that in mind we are going to go to our characters and starting from my left, please introduce yourself and your character. Hi guys, this is uh, Jesus and uh, today I'm playing Stevens, a member of the, what was it called in the primogenitors? The progenitors. Progenitors, thank you. Yes. A member of the primogenitors, a particular faction of the technocracy that believes most in biological enhancement, improving the human condition. I, myself, am a person who is a big believer in that, that everything that humanity is can be improved by increasing the baseline. I want what my faction, at least what my faction believes. 
is that the best way to fight the monsters is to become stronger than those monsters, both physically, mentally, and... Oh, I I almost said spiritually. I meant more along the lines of mental, physical combination. You get what I mean there. (laughs) (laughs) One additional note. Uh uh, From my last adventure, where we played over Twitch, uh, my name was originally Steve. Mm -hmm. Name Steve because each letter represented a monster or a thing I faced in battle. The last adventure, I killed an alternate reality Nazi, so now my name is Steven. I just wanted everyone to know that. Yep, yep, you sure did. Opened his belly like the dog he is. Mm Mm-hmm. And played it like a puppet. You had to be there. You had to be there. You kind of had to be there. (laughs) And next. Uh, Hey, guys, I'm Dan, and I am playing Fred Frederick Fredrickson, uh, a member of the Syndicate. Uh, the group that uh, believes that the betterment of humanity uh, is best achieved through well, the, the management of, of wealth, if you will, the management of value. Uh, we, we believe in economics, and uh, in economics believes in you. Or, you know, so long as you, you know, know how to play the numbers just right. All right. So, let us begin with setting the scene. The camera shows a beautiful sunset over the skyline of the one and only, the iconic New York City. As the glowing ball starts to sink behind the horizon, it casts a gorgeous orange light over the city. And the camera pans down and it drops Clearly a drone for the cinematic amongst you. It's a drone shot. And it drops down and it settles on a squat pre-war all brick building that is about seven stories high. It's gorgeous, old architecture gleaming in the sun. It's old windows, ratty and in desperate need of cleaning looks like a gorgeous old building that still stands here in New York city and it pans in and there are people clicking away on keyboards. It is a office building and there are people in cubicles in shirts, button down shirts and ties, the occasional t-shirt and it keeps panning back. And there is a break room. And in the break room, there sits two people at a plastic table that is next to a coffee maker, some cabinets on the walls, a refrigerator that rattles and hums and makes sounds that you're not entirely sure a refrigerator should make. And there sit our protagonists. And there is a drone of people outside. And every time an elevator opens up near you, you hear the din of just aggravating the same song. It's the girl from Impanina just over and over and over. And you have been called there to meet with your respective superiors. In the coffee, <clears throat> sorry, in the break room. This in particular 
is a technocratic haunt. It is a an establishment. There is so much more building mm-hmm. to this than what is on the front. But either in a motion to give you some hum- humility or simply because we paid for it, you're going to use it. <laughs> and you are no better than people. That is the entire goddamn point. Mm-hmm. Yep. You are sitting there at that, uh, you know, Formica table which gleams red and it's just garish and the coffee is not great. And as I'm sitting there, uh, by the way, Steven sits there, a, a tallish, let's say five, 11, five, 12 man, darkly tanned with curly hair, looks upon, what's your character's name again? I'm sorry. Fred. Looks upon Fred and says like, how do you not like Bustello? It is a fantastic coffee brand. Honestly, much better than this shit. 100%. Meanwhile, at the other side of the table sits Fred. Uh, Freddy to his friends, and therefore uh, you call me Fred. Um, <laughs> and uh, he could not look more out of place, really. I mean, at the same time, he does like if you look up, if you if you Google, you know, if successful business person, the the amalgam of the results that that come up on the image search for that query is basically what Fred looks like. He is eminently forgettable yet at the same time immediately recognizable as as what he is as a businessman in a in an expensive business suit and an expensive business suit case on the floor next to him ready to do capital b business and so the fact that he's sitting here in in this in this break room which uh, honestly looks like the type of break room that he pays other people to go to rather than someone of of his clear business caliber <laughs> um, would. Uh, you know, he he does stand out, and he raises an eyebrow over his compatriot. And goes like, Bustelo doesn't even count as coffee. Period. As far as I'm concerned, I, I no, no, I'm not but having that. It's a fantastic bread. It wakes you up, and that's all you really need for coffee. You don't need. I mean, what do you drink? Don't. I, I drink a very specific blend of materials, nootropics, and natural uh, flavors. I'm already stopped listening, dude. I mean, once you started talking about nootropics, like, oh, you're one of those. Uh, Look, oh, caffeine is a nootropic. It's the classic nootropic. And yeah, you can just it's take classic that. because it works. You don't need some sort of newfangled, high-tech, like, stuff you see on fucking Gloop or whatever that is. And to figure Gloop. it out, you need Gloop. caffeine, you Gloop. wake up. Gloop, Gloop, Gloop went off. First of all, first of all, Gloop's been out of business for three months. Yeah. And second of all, look, we have it's all we the have, same thing. We have pills now. We have pills now. You can take your coffee by squeezing it from dirty beans, or you can take high military class high. It's grade not just caffeine. about the caffeine itself. It's about the experience of drinking the coffee. There's a sort of a sort of like just sitting down, having a moment to yourself. And just relaxing with the coffee. It helps bring you up, but also you're able to put a clear state of mind when you do your job. Are you sure you're in a clear state of mind? Because I just heard you utter the words free time, time to yourself, and relaxation in the <laughs> in the company of a co-worker. Yeah, and? <sighs> Have you not heard? The, did you not go to the same freaking convention I went to where we talked about occasional free time in order to, like, there, what's, what's the rule called? 80-20. 80% we do work for the technocracy. 20% we do projects. Yes, beneficial to pro- to technocracy, but we want to make sure it's stuff that we personally want to do because it might benefit the technocracy. It's something new we're trying to develop here, like Google. 80, 20, that's 100. If all you're giving is 100, frankly, I am starting to question your dedication. To this. And there is a tinkle 
like a ringing as you turn around and you notice that some random white guy drone in a button-down white shirt and black tie is stirring his coffee and he has just heard everything you had to say about working for the technocracy. Guys, look, I don't know you, but um, we don't role play here in the office, okay? So take the LARP somewhere else. You're going to get in trouble, okay? And uh, which one of you is Fred- Fredrickson? That's him. Okay. The director would like to see you. See what I mean? And, I just, uh, <sighs> yep, stands up. Okay. Yeah. You like Bustelo, do I say, talking to the white guy? You like Bustelo, though, right? Great coffee brand. I have no opinion, sir. Fine. And <sighs> the drone walks with you down some winding corridors of more cubicles and through a door leading into a hallway of meeting offices. And he opens one just arbitrarily. It's a dozen of these different rooms. Think about like all the rooms in a convention, you know, they're all just the same over and over opens one leads you in and then closes the door. And you're in a uh, dark themed room, dark couch, dark, uh, dark carpet, dark walls. It's like a dark gray it, there's a light above that barely illuminates the room, and there is a sequence of chairs, two chairs in front of you, leather chairs, and in front of them is a large wooden desk, and behind it, illuminated almost unnaturally by the one light above, is a man, a Caucasian man, with a razor-sharp widow's peak that goes into slicked back hair you know, very American psycho. And he is Dmitry Petrov. And he is your superior. He is the director of a selection of agents, yourself included. And he motions with ringed fingers and he's wearing a smart form fitting black outfit, a suit with a purple tie and red shirt. Bold move but also certainly gets your attention. Mm -hmm. There's a message being sent here. Mm -hmm. Um, The message is, say something. (laughs) And also, you're not cleared for the message. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, Freddy steps into the room and immediately straightens up just a little more, uh, kind of add attention. Yes, sir, you called for us. Um, I called for you. Please have a seat. Immediately sits down. Thank you, sir. So I understand that uh, you and the uh, other agent that you had been assigned with have had quite a outing, as it were, into the aquatic business of the Union. Indeed, sir. It was a small business trip that uh, went a little bit stranger than expected. Yes, uh, very, very strange. As it stands... Looking over your history, we believe that your your synergy with this agent is beneficial to the Union, and we will keep you on with him until further notice. 
Uh, far be it from me to question the union's decisions. Hmm. We also appreciate that you used very little of the union's resources that have been available to you in your last endeavor. Oh, to, to be fair, sir, my uh, phone appeared to be cut off from the uh, network due to the distortions in reality. That said, I will gladly uh, take, take credit for that. As it stands, um, my uh, report that you gave is uh, there seems to be some problem with the PDF opening. What exactly happened last time you were out at uh, wherever you were? So that's more that's that's a hard more difficult question than I than I'd like to admit. Uh, first of all, because the player barely remembers, and uh, <laughs> and that is in character, yes. <laughs> and also in character because things were changing constantly to the point where my memories are not entirely solid. Between you and me, that is by design. Ah, there are certain classifications of understanding that you have not reached. Right, right. I understand that much at least, sir. But I lobbied for you to at least have a good night's sleep while it happened. And I made the most productive possible time of it, sir. Good. This uh, reaction to the Union's attempt to protect you from the horrible knowledge that you could have uh, uh, incurred is very mutual, and I appreciate it. And that's when you realize that was a test. That was a test. Ah. He copped to... They erased your memories. Yes. And you were like, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> yep. There is another thing for you to do. Mm-hmm. It uh, turns out that there is yet more. Do you know how I got to this position? Uh, I know the cover story, sir. Uh, yes, the cover story, the uh, child genius, the the mover and shaker amongst the tech bros of the world. Right. Yet, I got here by inventing something insane that worked. I was a agent long before you, and I had stalled in my progress up the chain. And one night, while imbibing liquid forget juice with my co-workers, we made a bet. Is it possible to make an economy out of something worthless? We were discussing diamonds at the time, but... Is it, is it possible to take something that is completely absurd and make people go crazy for it on an economic level? Indeed. And I said, yes. A year later, in the 90s, 
do you know what I did? I believe you're going to tell me, sir. I invented Beanie Babies. We must kill this man. <laughs> Fred, Fred opens his eyes and that was you, sir? <laughs> yes. I made people believe that small baby beanie things made in China for a fraction of a cent would be valuable to an insane degree to the point where have you seen the reports of the divorce where people split up their beanie babies <laughs> because they thought that they would be so valuable. That's just classic work, sir. I infused so much of American and Western and all society with the, shall we say, understanding of reality. With a flip of a switch, we could have changed the world. And we did. Right. And that is where your clearance ends, my agent. Understood, sir. Do. Stand. Had we met 10 years ago, sir, I would be asking for your autograph. <laughs> Do good by us. Remain mutual. And you will hear the rest of that story. And perhaps even benefit from what we did as it stands. I am sending you over to another department. You are going over to the Void Engineers to talk to one of theirs. Ah, that's always fun. A Captain Malcolm would like to talk to you about your next mission. Remain right. on your best uh, business abilities and social isms yes sir but um keep in mind that unmutual actions are all around us and if you see any report back to me and only me of course sir with that in mind i am giving you one merit for your next mission thank you sir you can pick it up from the tube at the front. The union prevails. Yes, sir. Dismissed. He stands up and heads on out. All right. Tube, and, uh, tube bound. I know that that accident was fucking wild. <laughs> um, just really it took wanted, a couple of turns down the way, but I just fine. really wanted to do an accent that doesn't make any sense for once. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I try too hard at good accents, <laughs> and I just wanted to do something completely bad shit. Mm -hmm. so that's one of those things like, you know that accent was fake. Like, which one of them? Yeah. yeah. Good point. Like, like, so what's this actual accent? No one knows. No, no one's heard him talk since 19, since he invented Beanie Babies. <laughs> or have they? You don't know. Maybe, you, maybe you've been hearing his voice your whole life. Yep. <laughs> maybe Wait, you're the one with the accent. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you walk on, you walk by your compatriots. Uh, and I'm just saying, but that's why Bustello is the best coffee brand to the same guy. Exactly and the bright, he, right? And he, much like Twin Peaks, has just been stirring his coffee mm -hmm. and staring unblinking at you while you are talking. Mm -hmm. And you walk by, Dan, you go to uh, the front desk, 
where there is a receptionist, a uh, handsome young African-American man who grins and says, uh, thank you very much for stopping by, sir. Uh, oh, this came for you. And behind him is a pneumatic tube that drops down and he opens it up. And on it is what background would your character like one temporary point of that roll your intelligence plus your bureaucracy? Sure. Uh, oh, crap. Nice. Right. Oh, oh, I thought you always use a, d- a digital no, I, roller. No, I do. So. I do. I just don't have a, 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 have it open at the moment. All right. Yep. So I'll, g- I'll get some dice. Okay. Yeah. Just give us one second. Sure. And we're going to mute. All right. And we're back. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you walk on, and, and I uh, got. I got. Uh, so you asked me to roll uh, intelligence plus bureaucracy, and mm-hmm. I got three successes. This in itself is a test. Mm-hmm. This is to see if you can uh, use the toys you're given and are responsible. So, what background did you choose? What what did that piece of paper uh, effectively a ledger, effectively some sort of monetary document? What did it give you? I mean, if I'm if I'm gonna be smart about this, like I already have requisitions three, I will take requisitions four. Okay, like just uh, like that. That is that that ex- that that extra dot to requisitions would be a nice ace in the hole to have. Yep. So like yeah, God damn it. so yeah, if like this, especially you know, understanding that this is a test, it's like, all right, I'm gonna take the good stuff. I'm gonna show you I can I can I can be good with the good stuff, and you can bring it back. And I can bring it back, hopefully with only minor scuffs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's I would I would be at taking an extra dot to uh, to my requisitions. Okay. Background. Great. Asus. Also, sorry. Go on. Also, Dan, yes. there is a address for a hotel room that you are to meet in. Got it. Yep. Is there, a, is there a, a, a time and date or it's just the... Uh... You're on a mission. Right. No, exactly. Right. I got it. Yep. Asus. Yes. Steven. You are talking to the corporate drone who is staring at you while just stirring his coffee. And that's why you add only two sugars, not one, two sugars. The director will see you now. Oh, sweet. Remember my advice. Uh, You never told me your name. Down the hall to the left, sir. All right, fine. But we're going to have to talk again. I start walking away. Of the Connecticut to the left, sirs. Uh, good old down the hall. Like, I love that guy. <laughs> ah, the down the hall family has been around for generations. Oh, Connecticut to the left. <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant. Yep. Uh, all right, give me one second. Sweet lord. All right, so you find a, a door that leads to a hallway, and you are wandering. And it is just door after door, as I described before, of these, uh, please mute that. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had. Okay, do not disturb. Come on. Let me click my 17 gadgets to yep. make sure none of them actually make yep. a sound. Okay, it should be good now. Sorry about that. No problem. Yeah. Uh, let me put mine on as well. <laughs> actually, let me. 
Oh, my phone's all the way over there. Oh, that's the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the button that makes more noise, not less noise. Okay, there. Oh, now. sorry, I hit Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Whoop. A necklace. <laughs> seriously? Seriously? Did you just order an Uber? What the fuck just happened? Now it's complaining that it's too loud. Like, loud environment. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you entirely. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. All right. And you're walking down a hallway of just uniform doors. They are empty rooms. They look like classrooms. They look like boardrooms. And then you see one that has black tape over the window of the door. And in front of it, on the wall, is a small pouch of sterile gloves. And then you notice to your left, there is a washing station that you did not see before. All right. I go and put on the sterile gloves. No, wait. I go to the washing station first, cleanse myself, then put on a sterile gloves and enter. All right. You enter. It is a darkened room. Again, it looks like a old classroom that is unoccupied. And the second the door, the second the door shuts, you are hearing the beep, beep, beep of a person's heart rate. And you turn around and you are in a surgery center. You are in a uh, operating theater and you look up and there are dozens of people in observation loops looking down at you all with white coats and masks on and things to hold back their hair. And you look down and there is a person in the center on the table with countless tubes and machines put into them and they are splayed out their rib cat, their rib cage. The rib broken. cat specifically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rib cat is a very, very experimental <laughs> procedure. Uh, their rib cage is open and they are effectively eviscerated. And there are people organizing the tubes and working different uh, consoles that are all around and all around you. Further than the operating theater, even underneath the observation decks, darkness. Nothing is there. It's as if you're on just a plane of darkness, a perfect circle. And then a man turns around and you recognize him. He's a, a he's an Asian man. He's, he's squat, chubby, with no hair and He's older than his age, which is just, you know, comes with the gig. Like it comes with the gig of being a surgeon, but especially comes with the gig of being a surgeon for the progenitors. And even though you have the technology to reverse aging, he still looks like that. And he walks up to you and says, and snaps a glove and you recognize him as Rubia Serbin, who is a director for your organization. Rubia what? Serbin. Serbin. S-E-R-B-A-N. Sir? Oh, glad you're here. Good, 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 good. Um, all of you, uh, 
Take five, I suppose. And everyone just stops working on this person and walks off into the darkness. And everyone above you just walks off. Right. Thank you for coming. Of course. Or, moreover, thank me for allowing you this time. It is very crucial. Uh, This man is dying. I noticed that, sir. And thank you for allowing me to witness whatever you are planning at the current moment. Depending on how long this takes, it might be watching a man die. Then I will listen as quickly as possible, sir. Fantastic. Please walk with me into my office. Yes, sir. And he opens the same door you came in, and there is a pristine office in front of uh, in front of you. Just generic wind table with shite art and some chairs around. Please, come in. And he... Closes the door behind you and sits behind the big wooden desk. Excuse me for one second. He opens up a uh, drawer and pulls out a rat and puts it down on the table. And the rat is clearly larger than it should be with three eyes. And it has four ears and is looking around. It's like, that's a good boy. That's a good boy. Agent. Sir. I understand that you had some trouble with your last mission. Yes, it went somewhat awry, one could say. Could you please summarize the mission succinctly? Uh, sir, uh, the, my memories of that particular mission are a bit uh, subsumed at the would, current moment. You wouldn't like to change that, would you? Not currently, sir. And honestly, uh, most of it is subsumed, but I do appreciate keeping the memory of me killing what seems to be an alternate reality Nazi. That's... And enjoy the memory I keep repeating in my head over and over again. I do appreciate that. 100%. There, are, there are precious moments where we can actually endeavor to mm-hmm. kill reality deviants with such a wonderful glow yes. and luster. Yes. It's, we live in a world of gray. It's so nice every once in a while to deal with the black. Mm. 100%. And that's the moments we live for. Mm-hmm. Interesting choice of term for a Nazi killing, dealing with the black, but I understand. I, You know what? Now that you say that out loud, the choice of words seems a little weird, but it's done. It's done. Yep. It's done. It's all on record. It's all on record. And you know what? <laughs> I'll live with that because I got to kill a Nazi, sir, so it's fine. Honestly, any words I say at this point is honestly just... Forgiven because I killed a Nazi with my bare hands and made him suffer. He pulls out a different uh, drawer and flips through a book that he pulls out. Well, I'll be damned. You're absolutely right. Yes, sir. Oh, the Second World War really did a number on the Union. Oh, yeah. I mean, from what I understand, sir, and forgive me if I am mistaken 100%, I look around. Depending on how things gone, it could have gone either way. I'm glad it went the way it should have gone. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. That is a very mutual thing to say. Indeed, sir. We really enjoy the fact that you had such a grasp on the mission in front of you, even though your specific skill set wasn't necessarily aligned with what you were tasked to do. Sir, you and I both know that in the end, no matter the mission, let's be honest, sometimes it must be solved with a bit of violence. As I've always said, and he points to a sign behind him that says this, every life 
is an experiment. Every life is an experiment. Even the unlives of others, of the reality deviants, are an experiment. And it's with that idea that, having reviewed everything, we have decided to continue the experiment of you and your former partner. Now, current partner. Seriously, sir? Yes. Interesting. I'll admit we did gel well together. We had various strengths. Honestly, we did not... Our personalities may have clashed a little bit, but our skill set did seem to be... Complimentary, one could say. Yes, very complimentary for what you can remember, which is very little. If very not... little, sir. Extremely little, except the parts that were important. Killing very the Nazis, good. specifically. Very good. Again, appreciate the memory that you allowed me to keep. It honestly, huge boost to confidence. Yes, as it yes. should be. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you appreciating it. Ah. Mm-hmm. And he adjusts his coat and cracks his neck. And mm-hmm. I... Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. You are one of our rising stars. You are one of our fastest growing talents. Sir, I appreciate you appreciating me. I like this. Mm. It's a loop of being mutual. Mutual appreciation is mutual. Mm. We are going to send you on a job that is not by us, but it is in fact from the Void Engineers. The Void Engineers. Honestly, sir, I am... Extremely fascinated. Like, if honestly, like for a long time when I first joined the technocracy, I was debating myself which I preferred, the progenitors or the void engineers. Honestly, biological enhancement was more my preference, but it was a close call for me personally. So I'm mostly intrigued about the void engineers. Explain yourself. I have a preference for the body, but I also appreciate the outside. But it was a close call. What do you mean? How could that be a close call? Sir, every individual is an individual, each with their own specific goals and skills and talents. One has to understand their talents. When one is a beginner gupper like I was, one does not inherently know what path they must choose. They must enter themselves and figure it out. It was a close call because I was inexperienced in myself. But then, thankfully... I discovered myself and chose my true path. You would do very poorly in the New World Order. That's why I'm with you, sir. I have no interest in wordplay. I have interest in enhancing the human experience. And so do I. Mm. And I'm glad you brought that up. Please, come with me. Yes, sir. And he walks around and opens the same door and goes back into the operating room. Now, this man, he points, he stands by the table and points at the eviscerated man. This man was, shall we say, uh, opportunistic. He believed that financial gain was more important than furthering of science. Are you saying, sir, and I look around, this man was... Was he perhaps part of the New World, one of ours, part of the New World, or just an individual you captured? Un- I, if you don't want to answer, sir, I will not ask further. Because you didn't ask. I didn't ask a thing, sir. You did not. Nope. 
All right. Great. I'll just take, take what's imp- uh, yeah, I'll just take what's implied. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but continue, so I apologize for interrupting. Alas, he is now reaching his pinnacle, which is a studied object. Mm. But it has come to my attention that there is a much more compelling study to be done. Sir. And he clicks his, his, uh, he basically stomps his foot down and the body rolls off onto the table, disconnected from all of the wires. And it, the bed flips back to its normal position. There is a sprain of different mists from all over and it is cleaned off. And he says, lie down. Yes, sir. I get on the table. And I'm going to need you to make a willpower roll. Oh, boy. Dan had to make an intelligence roll. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to make a willpower roll. Okay. So I just roll my total willpower? Yes. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, seven. I got all the willpower, baby. What's my difficulty? This is going to be a seven. One, two. Do tens re-roll or no? No. One, two, three. Four successes. All right. And you know what is happening. It's a test. And you look at the tubes and stuff. All of this was theater. Medical theater. But it's theater. And he looks down at you and says, We appreciate your dedication. You're going to meet with the other members of the conventions. But please remember, if anything is strange or even, and he leans in, unmutual, let us know right away. Let me know right away. Yes, sir. Close your eyes, agent. I close my eyes. And you feel the digging of multiple needles into your body And you can now choose a background that you know is temporary. And should you fuck up, it will be pulled out of you. Okay. Aggressively. Fair enough. All right. So, Jesus, go ahead. Uh, Choosing a background? Yep. Uh, Let's find out. One sec. Give me a minute. Do-do-do-do. Backgrounds. Already got... Hmm. Dan, did you write down what the name of the <laughs> the guy for Captain Malcolm? Malcolm, thank you. Yep. I did not write that down in my notes. Great. Great. I'm glad that somebody did. Mm-hmm. Turns out that I did not hit the right uh key on the keyboard to write into the text file or Dropbox. So you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it simple for now. Mm-hmm. Enhancement one. Oh, well, I already have enhancement one. I'm going to enhancement two. Increase my dexterity by one. Love it. Yep. Okay. And both of you have uh, also Jesus. Jesus, you are discharged, much like a hospital. Still in the hospital gown. Yep. <laughs> Ass uh, showing. Giving you ibuprofen. Uh, you are giving ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. And 
also handed a slip of paper that has the address of a hotel and a hotel room. Actually, change of plans. I'm going to change it from dexterity to stamina. I need to be tougher. We're facing who knows what. All right. I love it. Nobody appreciates tanking more than I do. (laughs) All right. And unless you want to go rogue, gentlemen, you go to the hotel room? Yep. I guess. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible, where our heroes learned that some things are on a need-to-know basis, including your own memories. If you liked this, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've played a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and we have our own Discord. If you find a few dollars burning a hole in your pocket, then go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get both special releases and Discord chats, and we get to keep giving you great role-playing. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful to us, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.